0: A couple hundred years ago, the only thing you had to worry about was a hangover. tell me you're an in investigator. More or less. I'm today, because if you're a cursed thingy, you can't sleep with anyone. I'm, a team team. I'm your boss. Or else
1: you might feel a moment of true happiness. You got your addiction at a brooding part of life. Lose your soul.
0: Except for that where I was nearly tortured to death.
1: Become evil again.
0: demon hunter. demon hunter.
1: And kill
0: everyone. It's fucking fantastic. I love that sound. Thanks, Cornelia. I always appreciate your respect. I've had better.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that that wasn't very satisfying at all. No,
0: it hurts. I need medical attention over here. For opening a beer?
1: That's correct!
0: Hello, everybody. This is Able with Angel. I'm Rex. I'm Josh, and I'm injured. <laughs> and it's not beer it's cider god damn it well yeah
1: today's episode of ale with angel we are reviewing season two episode nine the trial
0: the trial y'all ever heard of Mackenzie's pumpkin jack hard cider because it, it's fucking delicious it is amazing mm. it is everything oh everything you could ever want out of a hard cider oh what's that uh what's that wine that you like which is brew which is brew it's everything witches Brew is supposed to be and more. Yeah. With a hint of apple. Yeah. Because it's made out of apples. Hey, Josh. How do you like them apples? Quite a bit. Anyway, what, Rex? What? Can you believe that somebody
1: somewhere actually let us interview Harry Groner? I know.
0: How the <laughs> fuck did that happen? Hey, guys, that's a thing we really did. Yeah. If you haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> fucking get on it (laughs) yeah it was a great
1: interview hour-long fantastic shit and just so you know if you would actually like to watch the interview we recorded it and it is a
0: patreon only perk because we're dicks like that (laughs) what you want to see it too well that's gonna cost you i hope you can hear my fingers doing the shwink shwink money money uh, no specific dollar amount.
1: Any of our patrons can see it. It is non-tiered, so, you know, if you
0: give us a dollar, you can still see it. I was going to say, you can give us any amount of money, but, you know, for all you smartasses out there, I'm fairly certain it's a dollar minimum. I think it is a dollar minimum. Yeah, wise guys. Yeah! <laughs> you know, one thing about that interview that has forever changed Beer with Buffy and Dale with Angel for me... Recording just the two of us will never be as tense ever again. Right? Oh, right? Any amount of tension, <laughs> immediately I'll just be like, shut the fuck up. What is this? An interview with Harry Groner? Bite me. Come on. Oh my god. I wait. I'm sure you're not listening to this Harry Groner, but thank you again so much for coming on our show. That was so neat. I Now we've got some pie in the sky goals to get some more interviews. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but
1: I I just have to say, like, I was nervous for doing the interview, but I realized, like, a day after the fact, I I was talking to my partner about it, and I realized that I was more nervous back when we had started the podcast... (laughs) Right? ...than I was for this interview with the legitimate, famous person. It was the moment where I realized, I think I know how to do this. I think I somehow got a bit over my mild stage fright
0: yeah stage fright is a muscle you have to use it and it grows and like when i graduated college i had zero stage fright i walked into a karaoke bar and i was like i'm about to fucking lay this place on the floor and then i did or at least i walked away feeling like i did and isn't that what's really important well yeah that's what karaoke is (laughs) about (laughs) Mopping the floor. Yes, the employees will appreciate that. Uh, (laughs) You disgusting bastard. Clean up your mess. Look what you did. You sang all over it. Ugh.
1: But yeah, anyway, definitely if you've not listened or
0: watched that interview, you need to check it out. It was amazing. You know, I was scared for you, and I was really happy that you didn't fall apart during it, because we had had a conversation off podcast one time. Where you had said if we were to interview someone like I don't know, James Marsters or something, I think I would just be starstruck and in shock the whole time and you would have to carry the whole thing. And I'm like, <laughs> um James Marsters Excellent. probably
1: still. Like, <laughs> right.
0: Like, um He's like keep
1: in mind, while you know James Marsters from Buffy, yeah. Like James Marsters to me is Harry Dresden. Oh, that's true. He reads my favorite audiobook series. I don't know that I could not ask him more questions about Harry Dresden than I could Buffy.
0: I can think of one way right off the top of my head that we can get James Marsters on this podcast. We can pay him $500 for four minutes.
1: I, I think I
0: need more time than that.
1: <laughs> I would want more time, absolutely.
0: <laughs> but at the very least, we could we could do that. Yeah. I, I, the whole point of interviewing people on this podcast, my goal is to find the... The, the bit parts yeah. that canonically do so much world building, the less appreciated recurring characters exactly who did so much work in the background, but then necessarily needed to be killed off or only show up twice a season. Yeah. Like Larry. Remember Larry? Right? I'd love to interview lo- Larry. Yeah, I would love to interview or him. Or Principal Flutie. I definitely want to interview Harmony. Yes, that would be fun, and you know we'll we'll save some of the bigger fish for later. Or Mister Trick. Yes. Yeah. I already sent an email to him. Oh, that would be awesome. That, that would, would be, be fun. awesome. Yeah. We know
1: all you famous people are listening to our podcast, so you know, get on it. They must necess- call. They necessarily <laughs> must be.
0: In fact, Harry <laughs> yes. Groner's not even listening to this. Are you kidding me? I think some of his people did because the day that I got an email back from him there was a noticeable spike in our downloads. Hmm. (laughs) I think we did get uh, reviewed just to make sure we weren't some sort of (laughs) (laughs) neo-Nazi setup. Like, is it actually about Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yes. Okay.
1: All right. Anyway, anyway, let's get away from the interview.
0: Yeah. I'm going to read us off a little list of something I like to call. A doodle do. <laughs> A
1: list of doodle-doos.
0: A list of doodle-doos, <laughs> who are, in fact, our Patreon subscribers. They are as follows. Brand new one, Cubby the Seal. Welcome aboard, Cubby the Seal. Mr. Tabalicious, Sandra Craig, Jay Sommer... Christina, Catherine Parkinson, Karen Moon, Chris V-Man, Catrick J. Fur, Scarlet Choi, C is for Cordelia Heaps. Fuck you, C. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Burgess, K-Fro Gnome, Father DeFenistrato, <laughs> Matthew DeBurr, Kelly Adams, Kelly MC, and Carrie Phillips. That is a list of all of our Patreon subscribers. Yes. And the answer is... Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. So much. Without you, this show literally isn't possible. I was just going to say that and then I remembered Rex always says that and I'm just going to let him say it. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Then
1: I guess, well damn. It's on with the synopsis.
0: Oh, is that what you want? Is that what you want, Rex? I
1: I, pre- I don't want it. But like <laughs> we have a program here.
0: You need it. No. I don't know that I would say need it. That's his story and he's sticking uh, with it.
1: Reluctantly accept <laughs> that it is time
0: for the synopsis. All right, fine. <laughs> Joshua! What are you doing, Joshua? Just enjoying some good old-fashioned existential dread, Daddy. <laughs> oh, don't tell me you're still caught up in all of that sparkly, pretty-boy, Euro-trash, vampire romance shit. No more than usual... Geez, Dad, maybe if you just accept me for who I am, <laughs> one of us can die already and end this sufferous mortal existence properly. Hey, now, <laughs> don't you threaten me with a good dime. <laughs> oh, yeah? Don't like that? Well, well, how about I threaten you with, with killing you and bringing you back from the dead a few years later, effectively making me your new parent, and you become your own grandpa? That's it. You're grounded. From TV, specifically, yeah. No more sparkly vampire shit for you, ever. I'm not grounded, you're grounded. You can't ground me, I'm your father. You're not my real dad. <laughs> Joshua, Merry Christmas. I came to give you and your father some presents that you don't like. Oh my fuck, Joshua. What are you doing? Joshua, what have you done to Charlie? (laughs) Who? Your father, Charlie. That was his name. Uh... Uh, Oh, yeah! (laughs) Yeah, Charlie! My dad! That was his name, definitely. (laughs) Yes, canonically, it absolutely was. I mean, is. I mean, oh, Charlie! I never wanted to see you go like this! I just hated your guts (laughs) profusely! Well, Mom, Dad was hurting me. (laughs) Oh, no, he was? Oh, my poor baby! How was he hurting you? doing his voice was just too much for me I don't <laughs> I don't want to get nodes on my vocal cords so I had to kill him <laughs> well there's only <laughs> well there's only one thing left to do Joshua yes mom-hmm <laughs> Deck the halls with parts of Charlie. Fa la 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 la, la 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 Make <mumbles> the Yuletide <laughs> gross and gnarly. Fa la 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 la, la 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 Oh my God, Mom, you're a genius. We'll hide the body by making Christmas decorations out of him. <laughs> And, Joshua, will make the mom synopsis Christmas-themed by referencing the <laughs> Crypt Keepers version of Deck the Halls, but not with too many lines so as to stay legally within the Fair News Act. And, simultaneously, giving a Christmas shout-out to one of our fellow podcasts, Camp Creep, available on all your favorite podcast platforms. It's a triple banger! For Joshua, for... Well, what's the fourth one, Mom? (laughs) You don't have to do the dad voice anymore, and you get to hear from me every episode from here on out, forever, and ever, and ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that kind of cancels itself out, (laughs) Mom. Go decorate the neighbor's house with your father's entrails, and don't talk back to me. Why don't you go and... Talk to your damn little cockadoodle doos, or whatever it is you call them. Fine, I will. Mom, yeah. Yeah, well, explain to them how this has anything to do with today's episode. Try that. Fine, I will. Fine, go. I'm going.
1: (laughs) Okay, I need a minute. I need to be able to breathe. God damn it!
0: <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> didn't see that one coming, did you? Fuck no, I didn't. <laughs> I knew you wanted to kill him off, but damn. But <laughs> you didn't oh. think I'd make it a Christmas special, did you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. <sighs> <sighs> okay, you may continue now. Making the
0: hard calls here on Ale with Angel. <laughs> All right, door oh, slam. Yeah, there you go. It was the part about dad being his own grandpa. That was the episode tie-in because today on Angel, in season two, episode nine, The Trial, Angel is still obsessed with Darla. <clears throat> I said still obsessed with Darla. Darla? Darla. Darla, 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 (laughs) (laughs) who's just found out from Wolfram and Hart that she's dying of heart complications from a sexually transmitted infection from 400 years ago. And come hell or high water, Angel is going to save her life. Darla, of course, wants to get sired back into the vampire life, but Angel wants to find a non-vampire way to save her. So Lorne, who is still only canonically on this show known as the host, because he's never told us his name, tells Angel of a way to save her, which turns out to be a secret dungeon of three trials that he must successfully complete to save her life. He successfully completes them, but the bitch of it is that she's already been brought back once, so she accepts her fate, and so does Angel, but then Lindsay brings in Drusilla to finish the job and make Darla a vampire again. The end. Yeah. Ding dong, motherfuckers. Ladies, gentlemen, spiny-headed-looking creatures, as soon as the sun goes down, 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 down. as soon as the sun goes
1: to the hotel cold open we open in the hotel where cordy and wesley are standing by the basement of the cellar and they are talking about how worried they are about angel because he's been
0: down in the cellar quite a long time they're doing their goddamn sitcom-esque shtick bickering thing
1: that's that's the only thing they do this episode
0: pretty much yeah
1: but yeah they're they're worried
0: about him he's been down in the basement a long time and there's there's a thunk noise yeah. that keeps, they keep hearing over and over. They hear him coming. They're like, Shh, okay, shut up. He's coming. He's coming. And he's just so damn cheery about his warm, clean laundry. Well, he's not wrong. Like It is pleasant. I, I do like warm laundry.
1: That's honestly one of the things I miss about having a washer and dryer in my place of living. Oh, yeah. Is oftentimes I would, during a winter day, I would put my fucking clothes in the dryer just to... Let it be in the dryer for a little bit before I put it on
0: and leave for the day. Right? Yeah. It's the best fucking thing. It makes me happy just thinking about it right yeah. now. So anyway, Wesley is all puffing his chest out. He thinks that it was his little tea talk because that's how we British had people. Tea. That's how British people or British men talk to one another. Yes. We talk over tea. <laughs> Nothing more fun than making fun of British stereotypes. Yeah. And uh, so he thinks that just must have done the trick because Angel seems to have accepted that he can't do anything for Darla and she's just not the same person, yada, yada, yada. Nothing I can do but let her go. Enter Gunn, who's just found Darla.
1: Proving to us that that isn't An- Angel's plan at all. Because
0: Angel ordered him to find her and his knowledge of seedy underground hotels has finally come in handy. Yep. Cordy and Wesley are like, But you told us that you were over her. You lied to us. so no. He's like, well, yeah, because you would have nagged me if I had told you the truth. That's fair. (laughs) And the the scene closes with Wesley going,
1: didn't we learn anything from the tea?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, Wesley. Nobody learned a goddamn thing from the tea. No. Nothing. (laughs) So Angel and Gunn fuck off to find Darla before the Gerba Thump Thump find her. Because who knows what they'll do. Right. But they're not...
1: They don't make it in time.
0: They'll probably go... Ah, thump, thump. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: I don't think I was mentally prepared for recording this. Uh <laughs> <sighs> oh. I am very glad that I got over my cold before we did this. Because, yeah, me too. Because I would be having some major issues breathing right now. Well, that's good news to me. Yeah. Anyway, from there we go to Darla's Motel where she is putting on and taking off makeup. I just imagine that that's what she's been doing this whole time. She's just putting on makeup and then taking it off. And no, I don't it like it. And then put like, back and forth. But what
0: if... No, I don't like it. Yeah. Ah, but wait, maybe No, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's that's all she does now. Sometimes
0: I go through four or five t shirts before I can leave the house.
1: Can you imagine though, like if you had been a four hundred year old vampire and then you're human again and you have a mirror? Like <laughs> could you like you would fucking just spend a lot of time looking at your reflection in the mirror, I
0: right. think? Yeah.
1: Like like a fucking newborn baby. Just like, ooh, what is this magical device? Well, didn't
0: we figure out that the whole mirror reflection thing was something that would have been solved with modern mirrors? Yeah. Because there's no...
1: Because... uh, it used
0: to be made with silver or something?
1: Uh, Originally, mirrors were glass with silver backing. Yeah. And the idea is that silver has metaphysical properties, so that's why a vampire's reflection didn't show up. Sure. Modern mirrors don't have silver in them. So yeah,
0: they don't have magical crystal shards in them.
1: It's the same with old school photographs. Used to be uh, produced with a silver solution. They
0: used to steal your soul and then they kept them in the ghost trap. Yes, until the ghost trap. they just slam it really hard onto a piece of paper, and that's how you get a picture.
1: Now, I just thought they just grabbed you by the back of the head and slammed your face on the page. <laughs> That's that's how that works.
0: Yeah, that's why she kept putting the makeup on and off. She, <laughs> You have to wear a lot of makeup for those to work. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
1: yeah, she's like all sad looking in the mirror. And then in comes Lindsay. He's found her. Gerba Thump Thump has found her.
0: Yeah, Lindsay finds Darla. Dun, dun, dun. That's the scene. Opening sequence. They found me. I don't know how, but they found me. No, nah, no. Nah and cut to the dog is sheep snort snorts office yes where holland comes in to talk to darla old man holland or as i, I as i i like to say foghorn leghorn <laughs> <laughs> i say i say i don't want to hurt Darla or even boss her around none all i want to do is have a moral obligation to her i say i say <laughs> if we are nothing if not a moral law firm, yeah, yeah, amoral <laughs> hell, yes, that's what I said. I said amoral <laughs> law firm, you heard me, son. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're there
1: to discuss something. Mysterious Who
0: knows? What is it? There's a lot of paperwork. It's super mysterious yes. how much paperwork there is. Look at this Manila Phone. Oh, oh, oh not Manila <laughs> Not really though, that uh gives me flashbacks to school and working in an office. Shudders. Um, <laughs> yeah. Some sort of mysterious scenario that went down in the first couple of weeks. Of her being dragged back into this mortal coil, which she doesn't really remember, and they tell her they'll handle it however she sees fit. Oh boy, it's mysterious. My cockles are already tingling with unfettered (laughs) excitement.
1: (laughs) You might want to get that looked at.
0: Yeah, I'm going to get that checked out. They won't do anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's American medicine.
0: They'll be like, well, that's okay. Just wash your hands more. (laughs) There's a lot of germs out there. (laughs) Stop it or we'll bury you alive in a box. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Cut to (laughs) a hotel room. Well, it's back to to Darla's Motel. Yeah, yeah. I I think it was a hotel. It
1: had that... It was a motel.
0: Are you sure it was a single it was, level?
1: It, it was a motel, huh? Because uh, later on, it was definitely
0: show... the corner room because you could see well, down the row when they opened the door. Well,
1: towards the end of the episode, they do a, an establishing shot of this place. Oh, says you're motel. right.
0: They did. Yeah. Ass ah, shit. I always imagine the knights in when it's a place like this.
1: <laughs> oh, the one that's getting remodeled down the road.
0: Yes, the crack house.
1: Yeah, hopefully you know it's one. no longer gonna be that anymore. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, uh they do the dumb thing where like Angel's just hanging out at the door, but he can come in the whole time. Right. Like, like why is he we, we know it's, he can't it's come just in. a shtick yeah. and a poorly
0: written one. Uh
1: but I did get a quote of the day here from Gunn. Angel's describing what he smells. Gunn says don't envy that particular talent, not based on what I'm getting with my standard issue human smeller.
0: Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Because <laughs> he can smell that she was there recently, but doesn't smell any new blood, only old blood. <laughs> Lots of old blood. Plenty, Lots of blood here. Plenty in the past. of old blood. So much old blood that it made him flash back to old timey time. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of old blood. Right after canonically explaining that the reason he could come through the door was because. Nobody she didn't live. live there and it was a public accommodation. Yeah. I mean, I call bullshit because she paid for it, but uh, okay, whatever. I mean, she the pay can get overridden at any point in time, and we saw Lindsay hand the old dude the money. Yeah. So. Okay, so we go to France, 1765.
1: <laughs> old timey time. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All
0: right.
1: Darla and Angel hide away in a, from a mob in a barn.
0: The barn. Yeah, that's it. I mean, (laughs) Um, they're hiding out in a barn, being chased by some ass clown named Holtz. Yes, Uh, this is foreshadowing to somebody we will see later. Oh, that's fun. Yes, don't ruin it for me. This is the first time he's mentioned. Okay, I'll remember that. And he is a vampire hunter. Yes, and just in case, uh, yeah, just in case you couldn't glean that from context here. uh, So, Angelus goes on about some harsh shite about how they should go to romania where they really know how to treat a creature of the night bro
1: i love this kind of joke going on where angelus is like oh we should go to romania you know they'll treat us better than france and then she's like well "Well, that's what you said about that's what you said about france and italy yeah that's what you said about blah that's what and like this ongoing joke that no matter where they go he's always like Let's
0: go there, they'll treat us better than this place. Yeah, I've never met anybody like that. <laughs> <laughs> so Angelus wonders how they how in the hell this guy Holtz keeps finding them. What <laughs> are we doing wrong? Darla's like, well, you know, we kind of stay at the finest hotels, order room service, and then eat the waiters, so that's not trackable at all. It's <laughs> we're a little uh
1: obvious about our our modus operandi. High profile? Yes. Mm. This is how serial killers get caught.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Doing the same thing over and over. Like, maybe don't always eat the waiters. That'll throw them off. Yeah. Sometimes eat the maids or the concierge. Yeah. Christ. Ugh.
1: Or, better yet, eat the maids and the concierge. At a hotel you're not staying
0: at. There you go. There you go. There you then go. they go to the wrong hotel. Or just find a local. Yeah. Check in, jump out the window, go to the nearest farm, eat the farmer. Right?
1: There's yeah. people everywhere. You don't always have to eat the help.
0: Yeah. Find some snobby woman pushing a baby in a carriage down the sidewalk, eat the baby. Yeah. Right in you front go. of her. <laughs> got solutions all day. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but ideas here. <laughs> oh and man. Then put the dead baby back in the carriage. But you know, wipe your mouth on her dress. They're they're in this this lowly bar- <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
1: they're in this lowly barn. They should be in some posh hotel, but they're in this lowly lowly barn. But you know what? Darla's going to make the best of it by fucking
0: Yeah. He's like, that's a mighty crazy idea you're having there, m'lady. We shall fuck in the barn. A deadly, deadly do. But roll
1: in the hayloft.
0: That's what you're supposed to do in haylofts, right? Yeah. Make barn noises. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: But no, they're fucking interrupted by, you know, flaming wooden stakes.
0: Yeah. You know, that'll put a crimp in your frills yeah and not the kind you want no no a bad crimp (laughs) yeah it's (laughs) wrinkle free after you iron it (laughs) oh that was a line i should have written down right that
1: actually i just that just came back to me
0: just now i'm I'm glad that was from earlier (laughs) from the laundry Uh, scene yeah Uh,
1: and uh, so yeah
0: so so they're about to settle in to have some uh, wet and wild barn dance shenanigans Interrupted by flaming steak uh, Just over Angelus's head Into the pillar of the barn Cut to current Tommy time There's nothing so lovely as dreams
1: Everything's in them Everything hidden
0: Open those chambers And you can truly understand someone
1: Darla is chatting with a vampire and Josh at a bar full of vampires. I can only assume Josh. Yes, Rex. This vampire is credited in the show. Do we
0: have to interview him now? No, Okay.
1: he is credited as Shempire. Interesting. It's a great in joke. It is a deep in joke Hmm. because this whole scene is about Darla being like, hey, you're a loser vampire. I need you to make me a vampire cuz Angel won't do it. I need to replace Angel with just some schmuck, a shemp. Oh. So they credited him, credited him as
0: shempire. Like vampire but he is a shempire. You know what's funny about learning the meaning of the word shemp? is that's my boss's nickname. Really? Shemp. Oh, man. Shemp O'Toole. And he's proud of this. Oh, my God. Seriously? He's proud of it.
1: I don't know why. He must not know.
0: You know, oh, oh, he has, he, I'm sure he doesn't. He also doesn't know that he's getting fired next month. (laughs) I know this. Literally all of the new hires know this. (laughs) And everybody else who works there knows this. He does not know this. And I'm still not going to edit this out of this podcast <laughs> that I am dropping to the world <laughs> next week. Next Monday. Oh, man. It'll be a little after Christmas, but people will still be looking for that residual Christmas glow. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. fine. But yeah,
1: she's chatting with him. He, he's been a vampire since 92. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's not been a vampire very she's long. She's like
0: 19... 92.
1: <laughs> oh, dear. She. Now I'm like, her come on. the response is like, like you just gave her a wine that's only five years old.
0: Or only like one year old. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> five years would actually be a good wine.
1: Th- I, don't, I don't know shit about it. Maybe wine, I'm thinking
0: so. whiskey. I want to say three is the minimum for whiskey. I think so. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Who knows? I, anyway.
0: I don't know off the top of my head either. This dude. And I did a whole bit about wine tasting. Yes. Talk. It was bad wine tasting. I was very unqualified. Yes. <laughs> like you are for most I, I still am. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> I'm qualified to be funny. You are qualified to be funny. <laughs> That's about it. And at this point, you're oh, very no. qualified
1: to edit a podcast. Yeah. You've got a lot of those under your belt. And
0: I don't want to do that anymore, but sure. If I were any good at it, I would help. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also qualified to act, yeah. you know, surprisingly, but just because you're not very good at it, it, doesn't mean I'm not really experienced at it. There's a difference. I don't think you're bad at it, though. Eh. Like, you just lost your
1: passion for it.
0: I'm my own That's worst critic. Well, yeah. Mm.
1: We all are. But yeah, anyway, she wants this man to bite her, not because of any, like,
0: interest to, in him. To bite her? Yeah. Sounded I, like you said, buy her.
1: Oh, no. I was like, buy
0: her what? What's he buying her? A drink? You know. Nope. She wants to be the drink. Have a nice last drink until you get to drink only blood for an eternity. See, she's
1: going about it the wrong way. Like, all she needs to do is walk up to the vampire, get a straw, stab it into her jugular, and say, (laughs) have
0: at it. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if there's some sort of saliva thing that needs to happen for the magic to work, though. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, No, it's probably just the blood exchange. See, getting them to drink... Isn't really the challenge. It's getting them to agree to also let her drink from them afterwards. Before she's dead.
1: Well, and they specifically can't
0: Can't drain them to the point of death.
1: Exactly. The part here that I find particularly funny is this vampire doesn't fucking know what he's doing. And so like she has to like talk him through the process. Mm -hmm. But she specifically says to him, Bite me, drink till my heart's about starts to slow. But then she doesn't explain the next step when she's going to be barely conscious. Yeah,
0: I'm like, you might want to mm-hmm. clarify. Like, you're going to walk be a, through the whole process. You're going to be a little woozy at that point.
1: And he's obviously an idiot, so maybe, maybe you should spell it out. He's probably just going to leave um, her there,
0: going, "Duh, I did what she said."
1: Use pictograms. Some miming. Probably would help. But I did what she said. But it doesn't matter because he doesn't live very long. He's about to bite her and then Angel stabs him. Stabbing dust.
0: Yes, because Angel brutally, brutally wills it that this grown-ass woman cannot be allowed agency to become a vampire at her leisure because he cares too much. God damn it, Darla. Don't you see how much I care? (laughs) Because I'm so broody. I mean, really,
1: she doesn't understand what she's doing. It's a
0: little overbearing, Rex. It's a little overbearing. I mean, it is. It's desperate and a bad decision, but she should be allowed to make her bad decisions on her own. They have no responsibility to one another anymore.
1: While I definitely can agree with that sentiment, Angel knows who Darla is as a vampire. Yeah, that's true. And like... It's not just, oh, I'm saving her human soul by keeping her from being a vampire. He's also preventing a problem he's going to have to deal with.
0: That is also true. But he does not know that she's dying. Right. Because the old pup goat TikTok says that she's only got two months to live.
1: Pup goat TikTok?
0: Yeah, is that too much of a reach? It's a slight reach. My uh, grasping at straws here? Something. Maybe not straws. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm not sure what that's supposed to be implying. Yeah, you want to grab me one of those black cherries? Gracias. So, the old pup goat TikTok says she's only got two months to live. They showed her the paperwork. Yeah, the big conglomerate of elite evil lawyers showed her (laughs) some paperwork. Right. And now she's off to find the immortal gift. Gosh, what possible motivation could they have... To have lied to her about such a thing.
1: Right. No, more than that, she only has a couple months to live and she's just not going to die.
0: She refuses to die. Absolutely not. And she storms off. That would just be silly. Dying. Like all the other mortals. Right. That she is and was one of.
1: Death is just beneath her. She's so (laughs) stuck up.
0: (laughs) Whose side am I on here? I don't even know anymore. (laughs) Alright. Back to old timey time in the barn.
1: Yes, where they're discussing that the the trap that they're in as the barn is on fire and you know they're like, Oh, can we run for it? No, we
0: can't run for it because we can't run on foot. They wouldn't but- make it before sunrise. Make it where? The hills? What are they gonna do? Bury themselves in the hills? The hills are alive with the sound of buried vampires. <laughs> I don't know. Um they- <laughs> They can't take the horse. The horse is too tired, as they established in the previous Old Timey Time scene. Yep. And Jealous decides they're just going to have to go down swinging. This is a man out of ideas. Yep. And Darla's like, "Um, well, how about this? Bam! In the face. Knocks him down. And she's like, I'm just going to take the horse. And you can fuck right off. And when you get there, keep <laughs> fucking off. And when you get back, I do so hope you're still alive. And maybe we'll see each other in Venice. Yeah. Sincerely, she seemed rather as sincere as a blood sucking, yeah, heinous backstabber could get.
1: Yeah. I mean, you definitely felt that she, she hopes he survives and that they get to see each other in Venice, but in the meantime, good luck.
0: She's gotta look out for number one. Yeah. And she did. And you know, she's been around three hundred years longer than her than him. She's got she's got some skin to save. Yeah. And she's doing her job. I can't really blame her. She's like, I'll find another one. It's fine. Then from there we go to back to the hotel,
1: Angel Investigations, mm-hmm. where Angel and Darla show up there. I guess she went with him. I didn't get the impression that she was going to go with him at the end of the previous scene. But...
0: Kind of seems like he's strong-arming her. I mean, she's human. Well, yeah. I <laughs> think she just kind of agrees to go with people because she doesn't want to have to put up a fight. I mean, that's fair. She's She's still squishy. She's very squishy. She's lost her vampire hardness, and uh, much to Cordelia and Wesley's dismay, Angel is dropping her off at the hotel. Yep. He informs them she's dying. Much to Cordelia's delight. Yes. Um,
1: they're so they're so broken up about
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> so, uh, but he doesn't believe that the pupper fence jumper roadkill. <laughs> Pupper,
1: fence jumper, roadkill?
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: just making sure I heard it right.
0: Yep. Continue. All right. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's dying, but he doesn't believe in the paperwork from the pupper, fence jumper, roadkill. And Wesley asks the hard questions to attend. Why would they lie? Why would they do that? And, I mean, I'm kind of like, well, so that she would become a vampire and blah, control angel. I mean, yeah. Profit. Why, why would they lie?
1: Evil! Evil! <laughs> They're evil! <laughs> why else would they lie? What more motivation do a bunch of fucking evil lawyers need?
0: It's just what they do. Yeah. It's in their nature. And uh, everybody, however, can agree on one thing, and that is that Wolfram and Hart cannot be trusted. Yes. I'm sorry, Pupper Fence Jumper Roadkill. <laughs> cannot be trusted. I'm uh, impressed at the speed at which you said that. I'm going to push that one. I'm going to make it work because it's the least worky one that I've come up with yet. (laughs) Welcome to the Puppet Fence Jumper Roadkill. So anyway, they can't be trusted. Darla's like, this might be a quote of the day. I'll remember by the time I'm done reading it. But I, I, (laughs) I directly copied and pasted this one. She says, I don't trust them, but I know a thing or two about mind games. So do you, Angel. We played them together for over a century. Cordelia responds, yes, but you were just soulless, blood-sucking demons. They're lawyers. Yeah, I wrote
1: down her line as well. That was
0: my quote of the day right there. (laughs) So Angel sets off to prove that it's all a lie and leaves Darla in the care of Cordelia and Wesley, making sure to inform Darla that she is not a prisoner. Well, we've heard
1: that before. Okay, so this is one of my absolute favorite fucking moments of the, the episode. So Angel leaves and Cordy says, so, first up, you're a prisoner. I'd have to concur with that, yes. See, you've got our friend all in knots. Can't say we like you too much. The whole time they're talking, they're walking towards her. Cordy continues, so, sorry about the dying, but if you try to escape, we'll hit you. On the head. With very large and heavy objects. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And the Darla just seemed to appreciate that finally someone was being honest with her. Right. Right. She wasn't scared. She's just like, all right, i like to know where I stand. She also has this
1: look of like, I'm just tired. (laughs) Yeah. Can I just die? Can I die yet, please? (laughs) Well, we're getting there.
0: I was hoping for some demon
1: fighting tonight, but I wound up with a delivery job instead. If I come back here on the end of a spatula, I'm expecting some serious workman's comp. I'm just messing with
0: y'all. Back to Lindsay's apartments, Yes. Which I think we could affectionately refer to as the horse pig bleat bleat. <laughs> <laughs> if you recall, this is established. This is canon. I don't
1: remember this.
0: <laughs> we decided to call any premises that Wolfram and Hart is paying for for their clientele or employees to live or stay on upon at is referred to as the horse pig bleat bleat
1: I don't remember this at all I don't remember why
0: <laughs> I only remember
1: but it definitely sounds like something th- we would do that is
0: uh <laughs> what well, I declared it and you just said not my monkey's not my circus <laughs> wait what if it is my monkey and what if it is my circus well it is shit and I'm not sorry
1: anyway angel busts in the door and my favorite fucking bit is he's like i may not be able to come in there and then Lindsay's like come on in
0: wipe your feet (laughs) you big stupid asshole (laughs) i don't care if you come in and murder (laughs) me just just watch the fucking carpet okay i just had it cleaned
1: angel has this expression of just utter disbelief like he cannot believe that Lindsay just invited him in yeah wipe your
0: feet Come on in. Throws him for a loop. Definitely.
1: But no, Lindsay basically lays out the circ- the situation with Darla.
0: Not before Angel throws him against the counter by the throat.
1: Right. Like you do. I mean, he was on a mission. That was his whole plan. Like he wanted to throw Lindsay against the counter by the throat.
0: He's like, I'll take t- answers. <laughs> I'll take some low hanging fruit. I don't give a shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough hard times. I'm going to take the easy ones <laughs> when they come my way. But Lindsay's like, hey, man, do you really think you need to pump me for information right now? Come on. (laughs) No. Hey, man, there's a beverage here.
1: Angel's response is, need to? As in, like, (laughs) I don't need to, but but I I can throttle you (laughs) all the same.
0: That doesn't make it not satisfying.
1: No, so Lindsay explains that not only have they had a second opinion, they've had a third, a fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth opinion, and one of them is even Lindsay's personal doctor, saying that, yes, in fact, Darla is dying specifically from a heart condition due to syphilis.
0: A likely story. Not just any syphilis, 400-year-old syphilis. Well,
1: right, because, you know, we can cure syphilis now. Sure, syphilis is nothing,
0: but if as it long goes as, long enough, as long as it's caught soon enough, right? I there's the rub.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it goes long enough; it starts causing all sorts of fucking problems all over the body.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So unfortunately, Darla, when she came back to life, still had the same heart condition that she had that she was dying of back four hundred years ago.
0: Yeah, ain't that a bitch? Yeah, that's just that's rude. T- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. And uh, Angel stares at Lindsay for a long, uncomfortable few moments and then says absolutely the most predictable thing he could have possibly said. Do you love her? Yeah. Well, fucking duh, you big, broody cunt. He's nothing but a big softy.
1: <laughs> I don't know that I'd go that far.
0: <laughs> he's a
1: bit of a tool.
0: Well, yeah, definitely. Not. He's a he's, tool
1: he's, and a soft.
0: He's only there because they keep browbeating him into staying and doing their evil bidding. Or maybe that's just what he wants us to think. I don't know.
1: I don't even know at this point.
0: (laughs) So Angel's all, do you love her, Lindsay? Is that what this is? Look at you a few short months with her and you go all schoolboy i was with her for 150 years and you'll never shut the fuck up about it will you <laughs> jesus no i did like lindsay lindsay's
1: response though was basically yeah but you weren't in love with her you were a soulless bloodsucking fiend
0: exactly that's the real point he never loved her though because Angel makes excuses like, "Oh, I couldn't because I didn't have a soul." Well, then why the fuck do you care now, Angel? Right? Point is, Lindsay wants to save her by turning her into a vampire. Angel makes a good point that she'd eat Lindsay for breakfast one second later and neither bothered to point out that she would then no longer have a fucking soul. But what the hell ever? Who cares right. about that? Um, they fail to take into account that the person they are talking
1: about is not the person they are talking about. Right. They're two different people. Human Darla and Vampire Darla are not the same person.
0: <laughs> if you make a Darla into a vampire, you're going to have a bad time. I mean, yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I mean, you might have a really good time in the meantime, but eventually you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> So Angel angrily implores that he will find a better way to save her, and then he hucks all of his valuable evidence, research, and medical contacts right at Lindsay's chest as he enjoys himself a delicious, self-righteous, indignant storm out. Mmm, that's good storm out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boot stomps and everything. God damn it, Lindsay. Don't you know... How self righteously indignant I am. You
1: know what the downside of kicking in the door is? After you've kicked there in the door. There isn't one! No, there is. There is a downside. <laughs> Once you've kicked in the door, when you storm out, you can't slam it behind you.
0: No, but he can get in a retrospective,
1: oh yeah, I suppose. So. I forgot to say that when
0: I burst it in. <laughs> so he's just.
1: <laughs> I really want to understand the, phys- <laughs> the physics involved with him, like kicking in the door like he did he can't get his foot past the force field yeah there must have where does that force field start how much movement from the moment his boot hits the door
0: does his boot get to move one inch i would like to postulate that the door itself is one inch thick and the field starts on the inside of that door so he has one inch of playroom to get enough force on that door to kick it in and he's a vampire that shouldn't really take that much effort
1: yeah, I mean, that's fair. That is fair.
0: He doesn't really have to follow through. He's got
1: vampire and, force. And, you know, you might you might actually, I think, be a little bit right on where the force field is. Just because, like, he's able to, in some ways, kind of lean into a place.
0: Yeah, a little bit. So,
1: yeah, I think it's just inside the door. It's a
0: slightly jellyish force field. It's not yeah. a hard stop. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Solving the hard questions. Yeah. That- All for you. If you'd like to compensate us <laughs> for our hard work here, you can do that at patreon.com slash beer with Buffy. Or buy merch. One dollar tier and you can listen or you can watch our interview with Harry Groner. Yes. Mayor Richard Wilkins from season three of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Legit, y'all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I fucking hate that word.
0: <laughs> Good. From there, we go back to Angel Investigations.
1: We get a little bit of fucking sitcommy bullshit from Cordy and Wesley, cause Cordy's expressing her absolute distaste for Darla.
0: Four hundred years Wesley's. of death and destruction. All I'm saying is, shouldn't she be voted off the island by now? I'm like, wow, they were doing that show back then. They were. Ugh. The, Ugh. That. Survivor's been around a very long time. I did not realize it had been on that long. Is it still going? I don't know. Are you looking it up? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I could care less, but I'm going to wait for you to find out. May 2000 is when the show... It's when it started. First, epi- first episode aired. Okay, so it was all the rage at the time of this episode's yep. filming. And is it still going?
1: Oh, my God, it is.
0: <laughs> I'm actually not surprised. It's on.
1: Wait, what? It's on season 41. The incredulity, everyone. It's on season 41. All right. Well, if it's that been, means it's been doing two seasons, seasons a year. year.
0: Yeah, that's easy math. What? Ew. The
1: fuck? It wasn't even that good back then.
0: Uh, 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 ew.
1: I don't understand yeah, what reality the fuck? TV.
0: What the fuck is wrong with all of you that watch reality TV? You make me sick. You
1: guys all know it's not <laughs> reality. You know it's scripted, it's right? Scripted. Reality TV is more scripted than wrestling.
0: That's true. Wrestling is mostly improv. Mostly it's improv. It actually takes a lot of talent to do wrestling. So there- I- <laughs> Continue. Sorry. <laughs> so Cordelia stops short. Because she notices Angel over there brooding a goddamn hole in the floor. And uh, they notice immediately. Someone's just going to have to clean that up. Yeah. And I think we all know it's not going to be Angel.
1: God, no. He doesn't mop
0: floors. (laughs) So he goes outside to talk to Darla. I can hold a note for a long time. (laughs) Actually, I can hold a note forever. But eventually, that's just noise. It's the change we're listening for. The note coming after and the one after that. That's what makes it music.
1: The conversation he goes out and has with Darla, we get this fucking conversation how many times in this episode?
0: I don't know, probably like, like four.
1: At least. I'm done with it at this point. My
0: question is, if Angel were to sire her, wouldn't she be her own grandmother? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly true. That's all I really cared about this scene. That's all I could think about. <laughs> the rest of it was just... I'm my my own grandpa. I my own grandpa i do not even know how that song goes. I, I just know that it's a song. <laughs> now you're just a grandpa that I used to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <sighs> well, Rex, I have a way to make it better. You know what time it is? Is it dramatic reading time? It's time for a dramatic reading. I've been actually waiting for this for a while now. Starting with Darla. Yay. Not that I needed to specify. (laughs) I told you. I told you it was the truth. Darla. No, I have to go. We'll find a cure. We'll do something. You'll do something. Now, I've been around long enough to know when something is a lost cause. Unless, that's exactly what they want us to do, Darla. We'd be playing right into their hands. I don't care. I don't want to die. I can't give you what you want. It's what I need. No, it's not what you need, Darla. I don't know what you need. I wish I did. I don't know either. But then lightning strikes Angel's brain, and they're off to... Caritas! Caritas. Oh, yeah. Yay! Whee!
1: <laughs> so in Caritas, Darla sings an old ditty blue standard called <laughs> Ill Wind.
0: It goes a little something like this. A little dilly lilly 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 Little ditty. I had no idea where you were going to go with
1: that, and I was really worried that you were going to just actually start singing the song. Yeah, no. I'm,
0: a, I'm over all that shit.
1: No, um, <laughs> this is, by the way, actually that actress singing, and she has a lovely fucking voice. I believe it. In the wiki, it's credited to her. Excellent.
0: Singing it, yeah.
1: It's fantastic. I'm not
0: surprised at all. She's a very talented actress. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, So yeah, Lorne doesn't see good things for anybody. No. No no good things whatsoever. No. Basically, this whole scene amounts to... Nope. She's fucked. You're fucked. We're all fucked. Get fucked. Pretty much.
0: (laughs) Go fuck yourself over there. Fuck yourself over here. When you get there, keep fucking off. No, Lauren no. and Angel bicker for a bit about the Swami incident last episode. Yeah,
1: I, I did appreciate that.
0: I can't believe that's just last episode still, because it's no, been no. Like, that's the
1: episode before last.
0: Oh, was it? Yeah. Last
1: episode <gasps> you're was right, you're uh, right.
0: the the heist. The heist. The shitty, <laughs> shitty heist. The shit heist, if you will. Yes. <laughs> Lauren presses Angel as to why he wants to save her when she's had so much time to live already, and Angel's like. Uh, yeah, but that was as a vampire. Oh, I did have a quote of the day real quick. Angel says, when you sent me to that swami who was dead and his imposter tried to kill me, why would I be testy about that? <laughs> I kind of swapped around my lines on what the order of the shit's happening here. Whatever. Watch the episode.
1: I did like that. They meant Lauren mentioned that it was the bartender who leaked the information.
0: I'm pretty sure we had that information in that episode. I don't remember that at all. I had just all. completely forgotten as well. I don't remember that I, at all. I had to dredge some of my archives for that information, but uh, it, it was a it was a minor point. So that's just a point for world building that he even brought that up.
1: Right. Right. But I like I like when they start doing little things like that. to yeah. Like build the world up.
0: Exactly. But yeah, anyway, Lauren
1: reluctantly does help Angel figure out something he can do. He gives him an address, a place where, as Lauren says, he needs to take a leap of faith.
0: Mm-hmm. Or
1: rather take the plunge, he I, says.
0: I had a quote of the day here. Go ahead. Another one. They're, they're watching Darla sing some more, but Lauren's attention turns back to Angel and Angel says, aren't you supposed to be reading her? And this is just... So, Lorne, I I needed to put it in here. I'm a channel surfer. Look, you're a big hunk of hero sandwich. You want to save the girl? I can see why. But you're missing the crucial point here. Things fall apart. Not everything can be put back together, no matter how much you want it. Which is just stand-up good fucking advice, for starters. But just the I'm a channel surfer. Look, you're a big hunk of hero sandwich. Golden Lorne lines that I couldn't pass up. Okay, I want to
1: make a note right here. I have a theory. Oh? About what Lauren is doing here that I want to discuss later on in the episode. All
0: right, putting a pin in that then. Yeah, put
1: a pin in that. I have a theory.
0: All right. So anyway, Angel and his big, dumb puppy dog heart get him into some serious shit yet again. Because he just wants Darla to have the chance at a life that she never had back in her day. Because it's not fair! I mean, the same can be said of pretty much anyone that lived and died as a poor person until maybe the last century or so. But sure, she's special because Angel loves her, even though he didn't have a soul and couldn't possibly have loved her. But in fact does, and that's kind of what makes it special, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it it really is endearing how much shit he's going through to save her now, at least. So, like I said, big dumb puppy dog heart. It's... It's what makes him such a good fucking character.
1: No, I completely agree. Um, Completely agree.
0: But like you said, uh, Lauren gives Angel this address where he can go uh, face the hell in high water and see if he's ready to take the plunge. Yes. So we cut
1: to a pool somewhere that's empty. And there's this odd bit where, like, Darla's like, no, don't jump in an empty pool. And it's like, uh, bitch. He's undead. He's fine. <laughs> if if it's not a portal to another realm, he's just going to bounce off the concrete and pick himself back yeah. up.
0: Feed him a pigeon. It'll be fine. Like, yeah. He'll bounce right I mean, back. Come on. He might break his neck. It's not it a pool matter.
1: full of wooden stakes. <laughs> like, there's no sunlight in it. Well,
0: not directly. I mean, well, right. in- indirectly, it kind of ends up being that.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like... From the perspective of where they're standing, she's yeah. like, you can't jump into it. Yes, he can. If anybody can take a running leap into an empty pool and be fine, it's a fucking vampire.
0: I mean, I really don't think he needed to jump head first, but he did anyway. So yeah, extra bonus points.
1: This is one of those circumstances where it's like how you can't call Superman brave. Yeah. Because like he doesn't have anything to fear.
0: Right. Right. Like, if anything, Angel had more to fear about what he was going to find on the other side of this faith portal.
1: Right, right.
0: Than hitting the hard pool bottom.
1: A- as he says, right before
0: he goes to jump. I'm either coming back with a cure, or you're about to see something kind of funny. Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> and you know what? I'm a little sad that we didn't see him bounce off the bottom of the I pool. I know!
0: It <laughs> <laughs> just crumples like, into a ball.
1: Wouldn't it have been great? Bounces up, I'm Okay. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been great if he like hit the concrete, like crumpled to the floor, like rolled over in pain and then fell into the pool?
0: And then the portal opens. Yeah.
1: Well, it, like he rolled over into the portal.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like he just missed. Or the British guy comes through and says, "You know, you didn't have to jump." <laughs> <laughs> you could have just walked down <laughs> the stairs. There's a ladder. <laughs> didn't
1: you see the sign?
0: <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Because he's, he's greeted by this British guy in this dungeon-looking place. Who's uh, the valet. Yeah. He's the valet. That, okay. Th- that's what he's credited as. I called him Jeeves because Angel calls him Jeeves. Yeah. It's this dungeon-looking place where he's about to start a series of three trials. And if he wins, it saves her life. And they cure her of all of her ailments or something. I th- That sounded like what they were promising.
1: I've heard about this deal. I've heard about this deal. This is... Uh... This is like so, when the devil went down to Georgia, this right? Is, this is the, a crossroads demon. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah,
1: this is this is, this is how it works. He's going to get a, a fiddle of gold, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that he can't even play. Nope. What an asshole.
1: <laughs> no, so if he wins, Darla gets cured. If he fails, she dies instantly.
0: Very high stakes. <laughs> but apparently worth it, because she's going to die in two to three months <clears throat> anyway. And Rex <clears throat> might die right now. Oh, man. Excuse me a moment. <laughs> Hold on, though. On a positive note, if
1: he fucks this up and she dies instantly, she doesn't suffer. Right. Like, she's going to die
0: slowly. But then she also... With her heart condition. That Right. Well, then that's why they're taking the risk. But also, if she dies now on the converse side of this, then they don't get the chance to accept her death. Right. To say goodbye and have a truly intimate healing moments they true, would have been true, giving true. that up and I think uh, we'll talk more about that at the end of the episode I'm with Wolfram and Hart everybody should have a lawyer like this one Mr. Winters shall never be convicted of any crime ever should you continue to harass our client we will be forced to bring in the light of day I want that stricken from the record a place I'm told that's not all that healthy for you
1: quote of the day here as uh Jeeves is going on about what the trial is and everything like that he's explaining it to Angel basically saying oh take off your your shirt and your shoes and Angel's like unarmed combat and this is the quote Jeeves replies with well you'll be unarmed yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there Jeeves yeah you sly fox. And he sends Darla off to the iced beverage antechamber to leisurely await one or both of their impending dooms. Yeast. Considering nobody's ever made it past the first challenge. And he goes ahead and he throws Angel a bone and he gives him this little bit of information that he can. He says, well, technically, sir, all you have to do is go through that door once it opens. No, 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 no! But I'm not going to tell you anything more. <laughs> What's the catch?
1: Cue an orc. It's just an orc. Like oh, it's okay. definitely an orc. Like straight out of Lord of the Rings orc.
0: <laughs> I said ogre, but yeah, I think orc is more accurate. Except this is some kind of undead orc, right? Or with some sort of weird can't die spell. Yeah, what,
1: what does Angel say? Hello, catcher. There's the catch or something along yeah. those lines. When he says it, hello, catch. Yeah.
0: Because earlier what's the catch? Well, there's the catch. This fight, it's short and sweet. It's 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 not great, but it was just enough.
1: If they had drawn it out, I would have hated it. But I found it entertaining with how short it was. Right.
0: Very, very quickly, Angel
1: takes the dude's sword and then cuts him in half. And then he's like, Oh no, I'm I'm still fine. Cause Angel's like walks up to the gate and it doesn't open, and the orc like drags his top the top half of his body to his legs and sticks him back together he's
0: literally pulling himself back together like he's putting on his pants and then
1: angel cuts him in half again like super fucking quick
0: and this time the macaroni is not able to sew him back together
1: no no angel fucking takes half of him drags him and chain drags the one half and chains it to a wall and drags the other half to the wall and chains it to the wall and then the gate opens
0: Alright, that is an acceptable solution to this puzzle. <laughs>
1: Cheerio. On to test two. Which a bit harsh. It seems strangely Maybe
0: maybe this one's a bit much. It's tailored to a vampire. So my question is are all of these trials tailored to the specific people doing them? I would imagine so. It would have to be, but it sounded like the first trial was always the same.
1: Maybe it is always the same in essence. So let's say the first one's always the same in that you have to go through that gate and something is going to come out of that gate that's going to stop you from going through that gate. Whether it be an orc that you have to fight or a different kind of monster. Or, or a like, rabid rodent. Right. Like, depending on who you are and if what you can If you're a you small, weak
0: child, maybe it's just an angry kitty cat.
1: Yeah. You never know. If if you are a second edition level 1 wizard and a cat comes in, that's a 50/50 shot.
0: <laughs> and maybe for the second challenge, if you're not a vampire, it's just hot coals instead of crosses. Right. Sure. Exactly. That's easy enough to set up. Yeah. They and can just keep crosses on the floor so anyway. Like the the theme,
1: the theme is roughly the same. And then
0: it's boiling water instead of holy water. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. That would work. Yeah. I don't know why they had to open up the ceiling so that there was moonlight. Right. But that was, I was a bit confused. It was a nice too. touch, but there was no added danger because of it.
1: Yeah, it's like uh maybe if there was like beams of sunlight that would have made more sense.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe it was to be like by the way, you can't tiptoe through this and take all night because the sun's going to come up eventually.
1: Oh yeah, that's a good point. I think that I was kind of that, where yeah. they were
0: going with that. But, but I, I did he had like, hours, though.
1: I did like the uh,
0: the setup
1: and the design of the the corridor with the the holy water and everything. That yeah, was, that was a, it. Was a cool little bit.
0: I felt like the whole thing was a little too easy, but it still it wasn't nothing. It was a solid low level
1: D and D puzzle. Yeah, like that's that's how I read it.
0: So just to spell it out. The floor is covered in crosses. The walls are covered in crosses. He's got moonlight overhead, so that's a natural timer. He runs across, burns the fuck out of his feet, gets to the ending hallway door. It's locked. Turns around, sees that bowl of water in the middle on a pedestal that he ran past. There's a key in the bottom of it. He reaches in. It burns the fuck out of his hand. Because it's holy water. Because it's holy water. Darla's watching all of this through telepathy that Jeeves is giving her. And he gets the key, he gets out. That's the end of challenge yep. two. Cue challenge
1: three, where it's just death. It's death. Yep. You just got to choose to die. I that's, really liked
0: that's... the effect where they made it look like the chains just grabbed his arms and pulled him up. Right. That was a really well done effect. It really was. I think it might have been one of those situations where they played the f- the way they filmed it backwards. I think it was.
1: It feels like it was. Because
0: there's no way with practice... Or rather, it's very difficult with practical effects to just throw some shackles at somebody's arms, have them oh, yeah. catch and clasp perfectly and pull up his arms. But yeah. it's very easy to unlatch them and pull his arms down and pull the chain away yeah. and play it backwards. So
1: so basically, this is just about him accepting the sacrifice of death. That's really all it is. He has to tell Jeeves, yeah, go ahead, kill me. And that's it. That's the whole. That's the whole test. Um, this is when the wall of stakes come in, and lo and behold, we find out that it was in fact a pool full of stakes this whole time.
0: It was in fact. <laughs> yep. He has to. He has to die and give permission for them to kill him, even though saving her will offer nothing in exchange for the fact that he can save so many more lives than she can, and he can be of much more use to humanity, and she can barely save herself. He tells Jeeves to shut the fuck up and do it already quit being a goddamned pussy you bore me jeeves i don't know we're not well obviously not gerard gerard but right you know he he gerard i'm angry arg so and
1: then cut to the antechamber where he has passed the test and Angel's fine, he just has to, he had to accept death, not be dead.
0: Yay! It was all horse shit that for one life to remain, another must be sacrificed. <laughs> Jeevesy boy over there can just save whoever he wants, willy-nilly, all the time! No, he can't. They just have to have someone that loves them enough to die and do stupid shit. What a sick fucking game. Yes, he can! No, he can't! Well, this is a special exception scenario, but... Otherwise, I'm just he, otherwise he can, if he, he feels like it.
1: He expresses his grief that he cannot save her
0: because... In this scenario, no, he can't. But normally, if she weren't already brought back from the dead, he could. Yeah. Like, the trial didn't need to happen. They didn't have to make this trade of one life for another to keep the balance. Because they both would have gotten to live anyway. Well, right, but that's not the
1: point of the trial. The point of the trial isn't about balance. The point of the trial is about worthiness.
0: Yeah. And in that trial to discover worthiness, they lied to us about it being about balance. Okay, fine. But
1: the point is is, that the trial is all pointless. This is all fucking pointless because Jeeves can't do shit because she's already on her second chance. He can't give her a second second chance. Yeah,
0: should have checked the fine print at the beginning of the trials. Whoops.
1: And then from there, we cut back to the motel, where this is where we get that establishing shot that it is, in fact, a
0: motel. Right after Angel throws an enormous broody boy tantrum, and and Darla clearly is deeply moved and enmoistened by his animalistic display (laughs) of emotion for her.
1: Oh, I like that phrasing. (laughs) Enmoistened.
0: Yes. (laughs) You've become Enmoistened. And, uh, I mean, <laughs> who wouldn't be? She's like, oh, he cares so much for me. He
1: cares so much that he's causing vast amounts of property damage.
0: <laughs> That's all I ever wanted. <laughs> and it turns out, <coughs> truly.
1: <laughs> well, so we go to the motel and where Darla reveals that she doesn't want to be a vampire anymore because she specifically experienced Angel's Emotions... Through the empathy link that Jeeves had given her, and it made her realize how um, she did not want this was not what she wanted.
0: I thought it was just from witnessing his birdie boy tantrum.
1: No, it was it was the psychic link thing. Did
0: she say that? Yeah. I missed that. She did. Okay. Pay more attention. I won't. But <laughs> Angel started to consider uh siring her. Yeah. But she's like, fuck that. No. I am satisfied.
1: She takes the time to like discuss her death and come to terms with it
0: she has seen the lights and maybe this really is her second chance but not at life no no
1: at a good death
0: at dying a mortal death and a good death yeah. and to experience true love even if only for a moment is better than an eternity of soullessness or love some shit. Twoo, love Christ <laughs> And Angel promises her that he will be by her side to the bitter end. And she'll never be alone again. And all of my heart cockles have jumped for joy. Yippee! And
1: now cue the bitter end.
0: But no, that's too fucking boring because BAM! The door breaks in and Fuckface Lindsay and some sheep fuckers of the canine snorty variety tase Angel (laughs) and make him watch while while fucking Drusilla re-sires Darla right in front of him with a dead but super fucking satisfied and unwavering glare on her face. This bitch does not waste a single fucking second either. Right? She's like... No
1: fucking talk whatsoever. She doesn't say a goddamn word. But
0: you can feel it. She's like, you motherfuckers sentenced me to a life of hell on earth, and I'm not letting you leave. Yeah. You're staying right here with me.
1: Interesting choice of sound effects. Sound there, effects and everything. Gerarg.
0: arg Is this for me? I must be ready. I need my strength, strength.
1: Give, 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 give me more. Nights, nice. I shall
0: give walk in. Hold on. You've got something here, eye.
1: So, would you like to? uh, Would you like me to pull that pin?
0: Go for it. I completely forgot what that pin is.
1: Uh, What Lorne did. So Lorne sent Angel to do these trials, right? Yeah. I think Lorne knew for a fact that it could not save Darla. I think he solely sent them on that quest for no other reason than to give Darla the insight that she needed from Jeeves to have a good death and accept her fate.
0: Closure. He knowingly gave them closure.
1: I think that was his entire fucking plan.
0: Well, that's lovely. But he kind of passed up the whole Wolfram and Hart bringing in Darla
1: thing. I mean, sometimes you can't expect lawyers to follow the rules.
0: (laughs) Well, and also, just because he is prescient as... He used the word in this episode, which yes. I had never heard before, but apparently means psychic, yes. clairvoyant, etc., etc. Uh, just because he is prescient does not mean he sees all. He's not omniscient. Right.
1: But yeah, I, I truly, honestly think, given some of the conversation that he had with Angel, I think he chose that option to send them on, specifically because he knew it wouldn't work, but... He knew that it could lead to Darla having insight from the situation to be accepting of her fate.
0: And I was perfectly ready at that moment just before the door breaks down. I was like, end it there, end it there, roll credits, goddammit. Oh, door breaks in, fuck. Because uh, that would have been such a satisfying, warm cockley feeling yeah. way for that to end. But alas, it is a long running TV series that needs more drama.
1: So here's the interesting thing The
0: Drama Llama broke through that door, son.
1: Here's the interesting thing from my perspective.
0: Up until that moment. And that Drama Llama said, oh yeah! Yes, up until that moment.
1: Up until that moment, the last scene in this entire episode, I fucking hated it.
0: Watch out, they spit.
1: Up until this last scene, I fucking hated the episode. I absolutely was tired, bored, and done with it. And then they fucking busted in (laughs) right after the fucking warm heart moment and then ruined it all. And I'm like, okay, this completely redeemed it. 100%. This was a good episode. All right, I'll buy it. The fact that it went on and on and on. The constant, like, I want to be a vampire. No, I won't let you be a vampire. I want to be a vampire. No, I won't. I'm so (laughs) fucking tired of it. I'm so fucking tired of it. It was the whole episode.
0: (laughs) It was the whole episode. (laughs) I didn't take any notes from the moment he jumped into the pool until the moment he was out of the, the... the dungeon.
1: Yeah, I pretty much I stopped like, and I uh,
0: summed it up in like 2 minutes of typing. Yeah,
1: uh, it was it was a page for me yeah. at most of just <laughs> just to make sure I could stay on track. It, and like, that was like but, a
0: third of the episode. Yeah. I was like, "Wait, yeah. that was the big fucking climax of the episode and we're already and it was doing so boring." We're already doing wind down?
1: Shit. It was so boring. The whole fucking episode was boring.
0: Up until the last scene. Because it was a false climax. Yeah. Yeah. They gave us the, the real climax. The you rea- think... The real happy ending.
1: Yeah, you're like, oh, here's the happy <laughs> ending. You think, oh, okay. She doesn't want to be a vampire anymore. Oh, and they're like... Oh, and she's accepting her death. And they're like, holy shit! Drusilla's the back! Shit's hitting the fan! Oh, my eee! God! Drusilla! Like, seriously. Seriously. I hated the episode till that moment. It Mm -hmm. completely redeemed it. So,
0: yeah, tell me how you really felt about this episode, Rex.
1: I mean, that was pretty much it. I hated it up until the last scene. The last scene made it. It saved it by the skin of its fucking teeth.
0: Simultaneously saved it and ruined it for me. But no, I don't entirely disagree with you. Cordelia and Wesley were wasted on this episode. It was some horrible sitcomy bullshit writing. Gun... Only had a tiny bit part. You can do better things with gun than that, guys. Yeah. It it was all the same whiny argument throughout. You're right. And also, it's just more of this angel being overbearing a daddy figure. Yeah. White savior um, complex.
1: Like, I don't know. I don't understand why the fuck... Because we've been getting a lot of these kind of episodes where they're focusing on this one aspect between these two fucking characters. And every single Darla Angel episode we've gotten, like, they just hamstring the rest of the fucking characters in the show. They just continually shove down this over-dramatized bullshit, like, soap opera level
0: fucking bullshit.
1: Yeah. Where it's like, this isn't what the show should
0: be about. But then I would never get any fun, dramatic readings.
1: I mean, yeah, but like, even when we had those kind of scenes with Angel and Buffy in the previous seasons of Buffy, it was still like, there was meat to it. Mm -hmm. It was still meat to it. There's no meat here. Yeah. I don't feel their relationship the way that... No, I don't feel the connection between these two characters.
0: Yeah, and canonically, there was no connection they admit multiple times he was incapable of loving her. Yeah. Throughout spanning multiple episodes. Anyway, so but it, it was a good ending. This is a promise of more Drusilla ne- next episode, which I do believe happens. Yeah. I'm excited for that. And
1: I am looking forward to seeing Dr- to seeing Darla and Drew as evil vampires being evil. Because yeah, and like I think the dynamic between Angel and those two being evil will pay off. because I think that will be worth it.
0: Even better than the promise of Drusilla next episode, we get more evil Darla. Well, yeah. maybe not better, but compounding awesomeness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, well, what was your quote of the day, Rex?
1: Oh, there was so much to choose from, Josh. There was so much to choose from.
0: I can't hear you over all the sarcasm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I'm, okay, I'm gonna have to go with Angel's line of, right before he jumps in the pool, when Angel says, I'm either coming back with a cure, or you're about to see something funny. I'm a little sad that we didn't get to see something funny, but hey, it was a good line.
0: That would have been neat, yeah. That was that was fun. Uh, So, my quote of the day, I think I'm going to go with Cordy's line following Darla's setup. Darla says... I don't trust them, but I know a thing or two about mind games. So do you. We played them together for over a century. Cordy says, yes, but you were just soulless blood-sucking demons. They're lawyers. Yeah. hey It was a good line. Mm-hmm. Not as good as Angel's line about jumping into the pool. I think that was easily was, the number one. This was a
1: remarkably
0: unfunny episode. I don't even ever run her up. I, don't, I just don't yeah, care. Because <laughs>
1: there's, there's really just not there's much There's not there. really
0: anything. I mean, there, um, was, there was Lauren's line, but it... I don't know that I'd call it a quote of the day.
1: You know what I want to say? It's just classic Lorne. I'm just really glad that Darla's dead again. Because then maybe this place will liven up and be funny again and a little less overly dramatic.
0: What What about my dad? You glad that Charlie's dead?
1: I mean, I didn't know him well. It is what it is.
0: Did you kill him?
1: No. No, I did not. Oh, that was me. Yes.
0: We have it on tape. Yeah, there's no getting out of that one.
1: We might not be able to release this episode now that I think of it. Why not? It's evidence.
0: (sighs) I mean, cops couldn't catch a cold. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be fine. Not worried about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's it. All right. We're done. Well, hey, everybody, this, it's has been your, an, it's your this has been another episode <laughs> of Ale with Angel. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Beer with Buffy. Like us on Facebook, Beer with Buffy. You can interact with us on Facebook uh, mainly through the Beer with Buffy group. Yes. And uh, if you would like to shop some of uh, our shit and buy some shit with our logo on it, that's actually not shit, it's, it's high quality, cool stuff. Wild and crazy stuff, you it's. guys. Uh, head on over to www.bearwithpuffy.com/slash/shop, or just poke around at the at the .dot com and you'll find a button that says shop, and you go there and you and you do that. You do the thing. You do the thing. It's like you're on Amazon. You get the stuff or something. Except your money doesn't go to Jeff Bezos. It goes to us because yes. fuck Jeff Bezos. Exactly. Right in his wild, stupid, space going face. And you can always head on over to uh, patreon.com. Cut out the middleman. Just give your money directly to us and a little bit to patreon.com slash buffy. We have a cat naming perk. If you would like to watch us interview Harry Groner over a Zoom call, any level of Patreon tier will give you the ability to do that. Uh, hey, guess what? You can review us on iTunes. And if you do, we only need one more review. We're at 49 reviews. And uh, so close. That will qualify you to win the grand prize of a Beer with Buffy zip-up hoodie. Yes. Uh, It will also qualify you for a free sticker regardless. Uh, Yes. Some might say irregardless. Not Rex. Rex wouldn't say that. Rex is boring.
1: (sighs) I'm Uh, not boring.
0: Rex doesn't like to break the the laws of, of... I just particularly hate that word. Of polite society <laughs> anyway review us on iTunes you get the point if you have any questions comments or concerns email us at beerwithbuffy at gmail.com you can also leave us a voicemail at 269-743-0783 big shout out to JJ Treadway for all our opening closing and transitional music this has been Ale with Angel I'm Josh I'm Rex have a good night Popo. fence jumper roadkill <laughs> making it stick <laughs> Yep. You are the slayer. Lives depend upon you. I make allowances
1: for your years, but I expect a certain amount of responsibility, and instead of which you would enslave
0: yourself to this this cult? You don't like the colour?
1: <laughs> you have a sacred birthright. You were chosen to destroy vampires, not to wave pom-poms at people. Why can't you people just leave me alone? What have we done? Why are we watching this? (laughs)